Hello guys and welcome to the I Like What I Like podcast. Today is episode 20 and this is where I'm going to have a bit of a break. It's always healthy to have a break and I feel like after 20 episodes, a good sort of future of the podcast lined up. This would be a good chance to just take a breather. I've got a lot going on at the minute with family and that, so I'll be back for sure. I just want to take a little week's break and uh, yeah, just to recharge and do some planning, basically. This is starting to become full-time. This is starting to become really, really the thing that I'm, I'm enjoying the most. So I want to give you guys the best quality content that I possibly can. But I thought 20 episodes in, this would be a great chance to sort of look back at the start. And one day, I'll have to look back and thank you guys from being here right from the start. Um, the listeners are there's so so many more than I could ever imagine, and um, I'm you know always so grateful and so appreciative, um, and it's it doesn't go unnoticed, and it really helps uh, bring people on board to support me as well. So yeah, the first highlight I'd like to look at is um, I had an interesting chat with Owen, as you'll remember, um, a, a local businessman to me. Um, ex-engineer who's gone on you know to start his own business and do really well now and I had a chat with him in person it was all filmed which will be going on the YouTube channel which I might get on to um, sorting out on my break but um, yeah no it was a good chat I learned a lot from him very inspirational had a lot of good things to say and sort of opened my eyes to a few things that have been in the back of my mind but kind of brought it out to the front again. Um, and in this clip, we talk about how fate can determine things that sort of happen in your life. So, yeah. They could do that. Do you, you want need, this you contract need to sort of plan, You need to not. plan backwards. You yeah. know, we know you're going to be done. Your education. And it was disappointing, but I made the, the choice for myself and I've managed to, in the meantime, work on ships, work all over the world and really learn a lot, a lot of life skills yeah you know and I left that job really disappointed I went to a job that ended up meaning that I could afford to buy a house brilliant so I did that at 22 yeah so that's very impressive another thing that if you get let down don't let it get you down no the key is to think what have you learned out of it and what can you really progress yeah are you a believer that you know things happen for a reason mum always says that and I never I never thought about it do you know do you not I think all the time I'm just it's so well, my wife says it now as well because we were actually quite close friends at school well not close friends we had the same sort of friendship group yeah but I don't know she probably thought I was loud and annoying and I probably yeah well I, I, I won't go into what I was doing at school but um <laughs> not being a good kid anyway yeah uh, and then uh, <laughs> and then later in life we meet each other and it's like wow we you know we have the same friends yeah and then later in life we meet each other I was like is that meant to be and now we're married that it, meant to it, be? It, it is. You know, it is. It's it's so hard to see where you're gonna go. Like it's all cloudy and stuff. But when you look back and you connect yeah. all the dots that lead you up to this yeah. place, it seems so obvious. If this was so, that was some very wise words there from Owen, and um, yeah, sort of opening my eyes to to seeing how things happen. You know, is it fate? Is it meant to be? Is everything planned out? 
Um, I still don't know, but I'm seeing more and more that there might be some kind of plan there and that I'm following this kind of route to where I want to be. I can't see exactly where that's going to be, um, but I can definitely see there's some kind of progression happening. So now I'd like to thank Owen um, for taking the time to speak to me. It's one of the ones I look back on and I'm, you know, I'm quite proud of that one. And um, obviously very proud of everything that he does and so should he. And uh, yeah, no, it was a good chat. We're going to move on next to uh, another interview, my first international interview that I conducted with a a content creator from the US, uh, The Moving Bricks. Now, he combined two of my fascinations in life, which is F1 and Lego. Um, I've been following this stuff for quite a while, Um, but I... As soon as I started this pod and I started doing interviews, I thought, yeah, he's a guy that I've just got to find out how he does it. Uh, where does he find all the time? And little did I know that he was as young as he was. And when we're all that age at 15, we certainly have a lot more time on our hands than we do as adults. Um, but what I did notice is for someone so young, he spoke so eloquently and so maturely. And... Um, Yeah, you're going to hear him right now discussing how he put the Silverstone crash together. How would you describe your channel then, just for the people that aren't aware of who you are? Yeah, of course. So basically what I do on YouTube is I recreate every Formula One race, but in Lego stop motion. So if you don't know what stop motion is, it's basically like a picture by picture film, except each picture is a tenth of a second. So it makes it look like a video. And I make like 10 to 15 minute videos or these stop motions and I make the F1 races out of them. No, they're really good. I I recommend anyone, and I've said this in the intro, that anyone that doesn't know or hasn't seen, go and check it out. I mean, even if you haven't got an interest in F1 and you've got an interest in animation, um, then it's just incredible the amount of detail you get into it. One I was particularly impressed with was um, Silverstone this year. How you managed to re- recreate uh, Joe Guanyu's crash there? Yeah, so when I saw it live, like, of course you think, oh my God, is he okay? But I was also yeah. like, oh, I have to make this. It took me <laughs> three to four hours just to make that crash. And that was just lap one. Jesus. So, yeah, so I immediately set up like the fence because obviously he went into the fence. And normally I don't do the catch fencing on the walls. So no. I set up the catch fence and I basically just filmed the regular start and he was kind of out of frame as well. So that helped a little bit, but he's still yeah. in the background. So you have to make sure you're focusing on the cars in the foreground, like driving like how they regularly are. But you also had to make sure this was confusing. So Russell hit um, Joe Gazi. Ryu and oh. they were, uh, yeah, I think it was Gasly, but Gasly Russell was first, spinning. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Russell and Joe were both spinning, but they were spinning in opposite directions. And that confused me a lot. So I had to make sure both of them were spinning in different directions, but all like in minuscule form as each picture, they move just a little bit more each time. That was the moving bricks. Very interesting to see how he um, puts all these videos together, the time that he puts into it. And um, yeah, hopefully some of you guys have gone to check out his work on youtube and instagram and yeah you're enjoying the things that you see and seeing how he progresses from now on 
another one that we're going to go into today another one of my favorite things actually was discussing music music is a big part of my life um and it's something that we're going to talk about more in the future i'm hopefully going to try and get my dad on board and maybe talk about some of the music from his childhood and how he has inspired my music tastes and uh, where that kind of started you know my first ever concert was with him um under unusual circumstances um but yeah we're gonna get into that eventually but what we're gonna do is we're gonna go back to when Paige was picking songs for me and she managed to pluck out one of my favorite songs ever and I'm glad she did because she's my wife so she should know what music I like but yeah you listen to it now this is one of my favorite clips this is Paige picking my favorite song that was a very bad error to make that any Oasis, true Oasis fan does not actually no. like Wonderwall. Well, Noel himself doesn't like it. Bless he gets him. bored of playing it. Well, it was the only Oasis song I actually knew when I yeah, first met true. him. So what are anyway, you going for? So I have chosen Oasis Live Forever. Um, I think this is one of your favourite songs because it is one of the songs you play while you're washing up and you do belt it out. Um I know there's ones you prefer more, but this was the one that really stuck with me. Yeah. In, yeah. I, it is one of my favourite ones. It's probably it's probably one of the first ones I listened to as well. And, um, yeah. It's it's an important song because it's, it's what I've always... I've never told anyone, but I've always said that I'd quite like that played at my funeral. Because it's quite, that, yeah. it's quite ironic... Live forever when I'm dead. It's it's one that I know multiple times has been played way too loud in the kitchen. Yeah, and I've had to turn it down. So. No, it's a good song. It's a good song. It's the it was the first song that really sort of made them them famous. Wonderwall came later on the second album. So no, I am. Um, I would happily play that every day for the rest of my life. I know because you already. Do. I already do. So <laughs> no, that's good choice. That's good choice. Anyway, we'll move on. So yeah page pick live forever so well done and um yeah no overall she did very well rob did very well with his picks as well and i think it's a great format um it's obviously i've robbed the idea i've twisted it up a little bit and but that's what people do you know you come across something good and you make it your own and i think moving on now um another highlight is another interview um very happy with the one that i did with John from Darwin Landing and we had some uh, some reminiscing to do and some looking back on how we got into trains and um, yeah, here it is. Very similar story really. Um, I mean, when I was young, I think I got my first layout that my dad built me when I was about five and I've had like a couple, you know, because now we're, we're sport with digital media and digital photos. We just take photos of anything and disregard them. Photos yeah. looking for albums now, you know, it's very sparse of actually photos of what layouts we had and what engines we had at that time. Yeah. Um, but yes, I had a layout for my fifth birthday um, and then that sort of grew. And I, was, I think it was around 10 or 11, I actually got one up in my bedroom, um, which um, sort of took up half of my bedroom as it was then. Um, and then by the age of 15, it, it wasn't a cool thing. You know, you, you've got a train set in your room. People at school were like, what, you, you know, you're weirdo. Yeah. Why have you got trains in your room? So yeah. it kind of it kind of got put away then. And it was only really until um, I had 
kids about five years ago um and it was just something i wanted to um you, you kind of whole life balance changes when you have kids yeah um and it was you get old like, that's and, what happens you get <laughs> you old. Get old. There's, no, there's no going back now <laughs> and, uh, you, and it was, oh, was it really into my, my cycling before kids and it's very much a selfish sport cycling you're out for like <laughs> four or five hours cycling on your own and you can't really have that luxury when you've got kids yeah. so when when you know it was okay doing that when i had one kid but when two came along it was kind of like well, i need to rein that in a bit and mm-hmm. I still need something to like occupy my time and think about and do. And it was it wasn't until I, I, I was like just looking on the internet and saw how well advanced model railways were at that stage. Yeah. And it's like brilliant. I, I want to get back into this. And my parents being my parents, they're hoarders. They had all the stuff in boxes that I had originally. <laughs> um, so I was able to build up a layout quite quickly with just stuff I already had. And then mm-hmm. it was just learning from there as to you know modern technology, what's involved, what, how to adapt the, the old locos to run on newer circuits. And That was Darwin Landing, an interesting interview. And as you can probably tell now, I've got a cold. As I'm recording these clips, a cold has come across me, or man flu, as Paige likes to call it. Um, but I couldn't go any further without introducing two of my closest friends, Rob and Pat, We've done several episodes together and uh, here I'm going to chuck in a couple of clips of what I think is my funniest moments with them. Sometimes. Yeah, I do sometimes. And I'm feeling poor. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, another thing I don't eat a lot of is bread. I don't no. eat a lot of bread. No, wraps are better, I think. Yeah. Or bagels. We have, we have a lot of tacos in, yeah. in t- tortilla wraps and stuff like you're making that. Making a sandwich, though. Just imagine you're making a sandwich, right? Yeah. Ham or cheese? Cheese. I'm a cheese man. Mm. I'm the same, but I often go for ham because it's easy. So we just yeah. tend to get blocks of cheese, and I don't want yeah, to be there yeah, just true. slicing it all. Because I'm lazy. See, yeah, I think I, I think slice. I think it's worth it slicing it because I like cheese that much that I think it's worth taking the extra effort to make it. Yeah, I think I had one before, and it's like, Horrible. yeah, it's not even plastic cheese, is it? It's a different kind of. No, oil. no it's basically grout. What is it? <laughs> yeah. It's just Horrible. cork. <laughs> it's just, yeah, chewing on it. Um, yeah. Well, that's that question answered. I, I, I'm going to give you a... Because you didn't want to choose a pot noodle, but you have chosen a pot noodle. And it's not my favourite, but it did come third in my initial ranking. I'm going to have to give you a 5 out of 10 for your selection there. That's all right. I'll live with that. If you'd come straight out with pot, the pot noodle that you wanted, then probably a 7. But because I know deep down you don't want it, you're getting a 5. There you go. That's all right. I'll take the penalty. I'll take the hit. Well, <laughs> well, he's going around as a two-year-old. Like, no, oh, do you no, just... this is the same dad that nearly let me drown. So yeah, don't, don't make yeah, nice thoughts about that. Dude. What do you right. think is more expensive? 200 headlights or 100 mowers and 50 engines? And a lot of them. There was Rob and Pat. There were many funny bits. They were just a few little bits that sprung to mind. Um, but it, I could make a whole other episode of the funny moments I've had with them too. Um, yeah, so... Episode 20, looking back on the first season, I'm really happy. Um, yeah, happy's an understatement. I couldn't be even more proud of 
of what I've done so far. Um, thank you to all the listeners. Thank you to all the guests that have been messaging me. I'm getting like three or four requests a day that I'm having to go through and schedule in. Um, it's been fantastic, really, uh, for the su- for the support, really. So before, as you can probably tell again, this man flu is going to consume me. It's part of the reason I need a break. I just feel rotten. Um, I'm going to give you a little exclusive. When I downloaded the Anchor app, and yeah, shout out to Anchor. That's made everything possible. Initial software that I was using was on Anchor. They host the podcast and send it out to Spotify and Apple and all that. So no, it's been really good. And if you're thinking of starting up a podcast yourself, go check out Anchor. Um, But the exclusive I'm going to give you is the little test that I did um, with my daughter to test the software and test how clear it all sounds. Um, Some of my interview questions have improved since then. But no, I'm sure you'll like this little bit and um, I'll exit with it. And I'm sure after a week's break, I'll be back better and uh, yeah. Here's the little test and I'll see you somewhere down the road. Hello, what's your name? Hello, what's your name? What's your favourite flavour of fruit shoot? Orange or blackcurrant? Blackcurrant. And what's your favourite thing to do at Granny's house? And um, play with the baby. What's your baby called? Baba. Is that the name of your baby? <laughs> what's your favourite thing to do at home? Play with Bobby. Is Bobby another baby? <laughs> what's your favourite food? Daddy's not food. What food do you like to eat? Um, strawberry. Thank you for my questions. <laughs>